want to open your Bibles uh, to Luke 24. Uh, Luke 24, uh, and I'm just going to start towards the beginning here of the chapter. And I want to, and I want to, I want to read a little bit. Uh, I want to read a little bit, then we're going to skip a little bit uh, of of the road to Emmaus, and we're going to come back a little bit. So we're going to spend a lot of time here in Luke 24. Now I'm going to jump around a little bit to a few other scriptures, uh, and I want you to follow with me a little bit. But I just really feel like the Lord has something He wants to share with us. Uh, this morning on this is now Luke, 20, uh, Luke 24 verse 1. Now, on the first day of the week, very early in the morning, so Easter Sunday, they and a certain woman with them came to the tomb bringing the spices which they had prepared. But they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. They found it rolled away. And they're just looking at this saying, what is going on? And when they went in, they did not find the body of our Lord Jesus. They did not find the body. And it happened... As they were greatly perplexed about this. And behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. Then, as they were afraid, and they bowed their faces to the earth. And they said to them, Why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here, but is risen. He is risen. And it says, Remember how he spoke to you when he was still in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified. And on the third day, rise again. And so I'm just, as I'm looking at this story, we're going to get into uh, Jesus as he is resurrected, as he comes back and as he meets with his disciples. It's amazing that all throughout this story, and even even uh, the women that are here are saying, I, 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 what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? And Jesus predicted this. He's even told me this is what's going to happen, but they didn't understand. Their eyes were not yet opened to understanding the full understandings of what Jesus did and what he paid for. And yes, Jesus is risen. He defeated death. He defeated sin. He defeated hell. He defeated all these things on our behalf. And this is the power of this resurrection. And so if you look, continue to work down in Luke 24, the very next thing that begins to happen is there are some of the disciples are on the road to Emmaus. And I want to pick up towards the end of that portion of the road to Emmaus in verse 33, because Jesus reveals himself to those who are walking uh, on the road to Emmaus. And how he reveals himself is interesting. And I want to look at here in verse 33. So they rose up that very hour and returned to Jerusalem and found the 11 of those who were gathered around together saying, The Lord is risen indeed and has appeared to Simon. And they told about the things that had happened on the road and how he was made known to them in the breaking of bread. the bread. He was made known to them in the breaking of the bread. This, I mean, we talk about communion and why we do this, representing his blood, his sacrifice, his body. He was made known in the breaking of the bread. They didn't recognize him until the breaking of the bread. They did not recognize that it was Jesus until their eyes were open. They had doubt. They had unbelief. They weren't sure. They didn't understand what was going on. But when they ate with him, when they ate with him, when they broke bread with him, they had this understanding that Jesus is risen. So in, in, in 36, it says, Now they said these things. As they said these things. So the two guys come. They're talking to the 11 disciples that, that are here. And Jesus stood in the midst of them. Right? So imagine the scene. I'm always thinking of this scene that happens. Like imagine like, boom, Jesus shows up. And they've got to be like, whoa, whoa, my gosh, what's going on? And they're looking around. Is this a ghost? What is happening? I don't understand this. And look at the very first words that Jesus says to them. Peace to you. 
peace to you. He knows they're a little bit scared. He, he can see it. He understands what's going on. He always understands what's going on. And the very first words, he didn't say, hey, I'm risen. He didn't say, hey, what's going on? Good to see you. He just said immediately he knew what they needed. Right. Immediately he knew what they needed and it was peace to you is what he says. First thing he says is peace to you. It says, but they were terrified, verse 37, but they were terrified and frightened and supposed that they had seen a spirit. So Jesus shows up. He says, peace to you. Like he is giving them peace. He is offering them peace and they didn't take it. Mm -hmm. They didn't take it because look what it says. It says, no, but they were terrified and frightened. But, But even though he shows up, even though he talked about his resurrection, even though he said he was coming back, they were just like, oh. Oh my gosh, what is going on? What is gone? They were still in fear. They were still in unbelief. Right. They were looking at Jesus in unbelief saying, I, I don't believe. I don't know what's going on here. In verse 38. And then he says to them, why are you troubled? And why do doubts arise in your hearts? And how many of us go about each day where we have this doubt in our heart about a promise that Jesus That's made right. for yeah. us? There is some doubt. And the Bible talks over and over and over and over and over about that. We receive those promises through faith. And we have to overcome this doubt. We have to overcome this doubt. We want to talk about that a little bit. In Mark 9, verse 23, and it's amazing. It says that all things are possible to him who believes. In Mark 9, it says all things are possible to him who believes. And if you notice, if you go to Mark 9 and you look at that, it's right around when Jesus is casting out that demon of that young boy and the father says help me for I am in unbelief help me for I am in unbelief and Jesus says no wait look all things are possible for him who believe all things are possible and I think over and over and over uh, you know God talks about faith and he talks about how we have to have faith to receive these things in the Hebrews eleven six, and this has been a verse that you've been sharing it just resonates with me too it says but without faith it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Yeah. To please God yeah. takes faith. Okay, to I, please him takes faith. Another verse that we've been talking about is Romans fifteen thirteen. Mm. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in mm. believing. Mm. Those two words, in believing, that you may abound in hope mm. by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. And so if you look at Mark 9, if you look at Mark 9 in this whole process where, he, where this boy is healed and he says, if you believe all things are possible to you, right after this miracle, right after this miracle, uh, Jesus tells them, he says this, he says in verse 31, Mark 9, 31, says the son of man being betrayed into the hands and they will kill him. And after he's killed, he will rise on the third day. So the miracle happens. He's saying all things are possible for him who believe. And then he predicts his death and his resurrection to the disciples in verse 32. uh, Mark 9, 32 says, but they did not understand the saying, we were afraid to ask. Look, the doubt was there. The doubt was there. Mark 9 shows the doubt that we're talking about in Luke 24. It shows the doubt that it was already there and they were afraid to ask. I don't understand what this means. I don't understand what's going on. So they had this lack of faith. And so I'm always, we have to grow. We have to grow in our faith. They had lack of faith with Jesus in the flesh. In the flesh, right there. Right he there. Was right there. So how much more do right. we have to intentionally right. press and press and fast? Gosh, Amen. I encourage fast Amen. and Amen. pray Amen. and press Amen. in. <clears throat> Not to be super spiritual, but just to have that revel, like the, the revelation knowledge <clears throat> of Jesus. Amen. 
Because they had doubt and unbelief and he Amen. was in the flesh. And he was there. He was there with them, right? And so how do we grow our faith? We have to hear and hear the word of God. We have to meditate on those promises. And we have to hear the word of God. We have to break that bread, have that communion, hear the word of God. Put the word of God on the inside. And you say, well, Pastor, why are you saying that now? Wait till you see. Wait till you see in the rest of this in Luke 24 when their eyes were opened and you're going to get, and this is all going to come together here in just a minute. Uh, you'll, you'll understand. So Jesus says, peace to you, to them. They're still in doubt. They're still in unbelief. They can't. So in verse 39, he says, hey, behold, my hands, my feet. That is, I myself handle me and see the spirit does not have flesh and bones as uh, flesh and bones as as I have. Look at this. Look at me. I'm risen. I am alive. I've defeated the grave. God has defeated the grave. Look at me. Look at me. Still unbelief. So they were told about it. He shows up. Mm-hmm. They're like, what is going on? So he's showing them. Hey, look at this. Look at this. Verse 40. So when he said this, he showed him his hands and feet. But look at this, verse 41. But while they still did not believe for joy and marveled. So they still did not have this complete revelation. They still did not completely understand what was happening, what was going on. And then look what it says here. In the, in the, in the later part of that, in 41, it says, And he says to them, Have you any food here? So he's like, You know what? It's time to break some bread together. Like, if you don't believe, like, the, the holes in my hand and my feet, let us break bread together. Let us commune together. Let us be together as part of a family. And so they gave him a piece of broiled fish and some honeycomb. He took it and he ate it in their presence. And then look at 44. And then he said to them, look at this. Still, they're still in unbelief. They're still not completely sure. He has communion with them. He breaks bread with them. He's eating with them. He says this. He says, these are the words which I spoke to you while I was still with you. All these things must be fulfilled, which were written in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms concerning me. And the very next verse says that he opened their understanding that they might comprehend the scriptures. Look at that. The word of God. Jesus came back. In the flesh, he was there. They didn't believe, but the word of God. Mm-hmm. Jesus in the Jesus incarnate. Jesus was there. But when he spoke the word of God, enlightenment, mm-hmm. understanding, illumination, illumination. When he spoke that word to them, this faith came to them. And as I was reading and studying, preparing for this, I think you had shared a message uh, with me. And it was talking about doubt and unbelief. Mm-hmm. It was talking about doubt and unbelief. And I want you just to go quickly with me to Romans 4. Romans chapter 4, and I want to start in verse 20, and I'm actually going to read a little bit into chapter 5 because this all ties together, and it's talking about the father of faith, it's talking about Abraham, and that we have to understand this faith comes by hearing, faith comes by hearing this word of God, and we have to become fully persuaded that what he did on the cross paved the way for all of the promises that we can walk into paved the way, that he paved the way on this. So look with me here, Romans 4, verse 20. And he did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief. He did not waver. Abraham did not waver at the promises of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully convinced, other translations say fully persuaded, fully convinced that what he had promised, 
he also was able to perform. What God promises, he's also able to perform. So what he did on the cross, the promises that were paid for, that were made for on the cross, we have to believe and receive them that they actually are. And he is able to do those things in which he is able to perform. And then in verse 22, it says, Therefore it was accounted to him for righteousness. Verse 23, Now it was not written for the sake alone that it was to be imputed to him. Verse 24, But also for us. Also for you and for me, not just for Abraham, but for us, it shall be imputed to us who believe in him, who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead. Look at this. This faith and believing is tied to us understanding and believing that Jesus Christ truly did raise raised from the dead. God raised him from the grave. And then verse 25 says, who was delivered up because of our offenses and was raised because of our justification. And then, you know, there's no chapters when they wrote these letters, but look at chapter five, Romans five, verse one. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So Jesus comes back, peace to you. We have the word of God in front of us that we have this opportunity to read and we can begin to build that faith. And when Jesus spoke those words, he was referencing the Psalms. I mean, the New Testament wasn't written when Jesus right. was there. So he was referencing all the prophecies, all the things leading up to what he had done on that cross. And their eyes were opened. Why it's so important that we have that faith. Can I take us back to um, yeah. verse 19 in mm. Romans 4? And not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body mm. already dead mm. since he was about 100 years old and the deadness of Sarah's womb. And I think so So many times mm. what keeps our faith from going is that we consider. Mm. Consider That's the right. amount of money in my checkbook. Right. Consider <clears throat> uh, the amount of chaos in my home. Mm. And I think I can't do this. Mm. Well, I can't do this is in direct conflict with I can do all things. Um, I am empowered by God. I have all the resources of heaven. Mm. I am equipped with all things for life and godliness. I can't mm. is in direct opposition to the word of God. But in that moment, I am considering the chaos in my home. Mm. I'm considering the bigness of the task before me or the bigness of mm. the giant <laughs> right. in front of me. And so I think that being that we have, mm. he did not consider how many times mm. do we defeat ourselves because of our consideration mm. of the natural. Well, the circumstances. Of, of, and it, right. our consideration mm. then affects mm. how we feel, which affects, which is affected by what we think, what we're considering affects what we feel. Mm. And then that, in my life, affects mm. very much what I do. Mm. So I have, I have grown. What the Lord has shown me, and it's, this is all by revelation of the Holy Spirit. Mm. All by revelation. He, he broke bread. If I flip back, mm. look, I put my handy-dandy flipper there. If I flip back, and he opened their understanding mm. back in Luke where we started mm. that they might comprehend the scriptures. Okay, I can't open my own understanding. That's right. I don't have the understanding switch. No. Trust, I've tried to open his understanding <laughs> to a lot of things, right? I've looked for the switch. Is it here? Is it here? Yeah, right. You know, where's the understanding switch? Right. Only the Holy Spirit Amen. can mm. open the, uh, the eyes of our understanding that we might be the, mm. like lift the veil. Tear down the veil of unbelief that the scriptures come mm. alive, mm. come alive in faith. Mm. So again, I'm going to flip back to the man who said, help me in my unbelief. That's right. Help me in my unbelief. It, he is the only source yeah. of, you know, it's in hearing and hearing the word of God, but it's also in the, the revelation of the Holy Spirit. Mm enlightening us let the eyes of our understanding see Amen. that we might not consider right. it like boom 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 that we might <clears throat> right. not consider in the natural those That's things right. and defeat our own 
our own self before right. we even start. That's right. Yeah. That's good. <clears throat> now I want to end with this. Uh, the worship team, if you guys want to start getting ready again. Verse verse 40, 46 in the back of Luke 2. And said to them, thus it is written, and this was necessary for Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead on the third day, that the repentance and remissions of sins should be preached in his name to all nations beginning at Jerusalem. And I just want to take a moment that this, <clears throat> this doubt and unbelief that even the disciples walked yeah. in, yeah. that they were with they were with him in his ministry for years. They were with him. Silent, they walked in this doubt and unbelief. And each and every one of us, each and every one of us can struggle or have this doubt and unbelief. And we have to say, you know what? I am choosing. <clears throat> I am choosing to follow him. Every I day. am choosing every single day, every day to believe that what he did on that cross has paved the way that I can get through this day, that I can do with him all things are possible. And without him, really, so much it is just impossible to go do. And I just want to take a moment that he says that when, those, when the scriptures were revealed to him, their eyes were opened, the very next thing he begins to say is repentance yeah. and remission of sins. <clears throat> it is the start. Right. It is the beginning. It's what the cross was all about, yeah. is we have to come before him. We have to repent of our sins. Ask him for forgiveness, accept him into our life, and then let him be the Lord of our life yeah. every single day. This is not an Easter Sunday message. Right. This is not a, just an Easter Sunday message. This is a day in and day out and day in and day out, taking up that cross, taking up that cross and following him. So if you're online today and you're watching us, you've never made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, you never made him your savior, or maybe you've just been, you've, you've known him in the past and he still wants this relationship with you. And maybe you've walked away, maybe you've turned away from him. And today is the day of repentance. Today is the day of salvation. Today is the day to say, Jesus, I invite you back into my life completely and totally every single day to be with me every single day to be with me. So I just want to pray for you this morning. If that's you, I just ask you to close your eyes and pray with me today. Father, I just ask you now in Jesus' name, you see each and every person that is just reaching out to you, closing their eyes, reaching out to you, saying, Jesus, come into my life. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me clean. And I believe that you died on that cross. And I believe that you rose from the grave. And I believe that you did all of that for me. And I thank you for it in Jesus' name. I thank you for the remission of those sins, the price being paid that you took on the cross on that Good Friday. And I thank you, Jesus, for laying down your life for me. And I invite you into every area of my life now. I invite you in, into my finances, into my relationships. I invite you in. I invite you in. I invite you in. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I also encourage, if you have any physical pain in your body, any physical pain in your body at all right now, I want you to believe that God's will is to heal you. Yeah. No more doubting. No more unbelief. 
Get into the Word of God. Find every scripture about healing. Find every scripture what he says about healing and study those. Put them in front of you. Put them up at your light switches. Put them up in your bedroom. Put them up in your mirrors. Put them up in your cars. Put them up in your car visors. Well, you're probably not driving anywhere right now. But put them all over the place and meditate on those and understand those. And the Holy Spirit, as we talked about, begins to enlighten you and reveal those scriptures to you. And it becomes a real promise in your life. So if that's you, I want to pray for you, not just for healing now, supernatural healing right now as we're praying, but then digging into the Word of God and seeing God's miracle-moving power physically in your life. You know, we are one year away from last, we were one year since past Easter service. And last year at Easter, we had multiple people come and give their lives to Christ. And we had somebody come who was end up being miraculously healed. And I'll tell you what, that person didn't even speak English. They didn't even know what I was saying or what we were talking about or how we were ministering. It was the presence of God. It was the presence of God. Supernatural understanding. Supernatural understanding is what she did is she accepted Jesus Christ. We had a translator come in and speak in Spanish and we translated for her. She accepted Jesus Christ as her Lord and Savior and she was miraculously healed. From an ailment, a two-year ailment. Two years. That baffled doctors. That baffled doctors. They didn't understand. She was on medication, but what was paid for on the cross As her eyes were opened, as she was enlightened, as she received the promise by faith that God had to heal her. We didn't even pray for healing. God did it. God did it. So, do you have something you want to share? Well, no, I just, um, in Ephesians um, chapter 3, you know, the prayer is that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. That you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height. To know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. That's the prayer. You find those scriptures and you post those scriptures. You, you get before the Lord and you say, Father, open the eyes of my understanding that I might believe. I repent of doubt. I lay down unbelief. They are my enemy. I have no part in them any longer. Father, help me in my unbelief. I am yours. Open the eyes of my heart to have all that you died to give me. All the, and it is, it's his work in us. It's his work in us. It's not our striving. It's not, uh, it's not that, it's not in striving. We don't fast in order to get, we don't read the word in striving, trying to say, okay, I did my part. Now you do your part, God. It's not in striving. It's in seeking. It's in our, it's in surrender. And we had that conversation this morning before church that um, we love to rejoice on, on Resurrection Day. We love to rejoice on Easter Sunday. Um, and we have to look at what was the path, what was the pathway to the release of all of heaven on our behalf. And the path was one of, it was one of surrender. It was one of total surrender and submission of what Jesus, of, of, his, of his being, of what he thought, of what he felt, of what he wanted, mm. of, of he had to surrender his doubts. Mm. He had to surrender his, those moments of temptation. Those, he had to surrender everything to walk that path. And he did that to show us the path mm. to victory, the path mm. to the whole New Testament, mm. to everything that's promised. Mm. We, we get there and we release the promises of heaven mm. through faith. Mm. And that comes through the reading of the word. And it comes through the revelation of the Holy Spirit.
So if you have a physical need nearby, just yeah. raise your hand wherever you're at <clears throat> this Jesus. morning. Jesus. Father, your word says that by your stripes, by his stripes, Jesus' stripes, pay the price for our healing. Father also says that <clears throat> when two or more agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, you, it will be done for them by our Father who is in heaven. And so, Father, we just ask you now, your healing touch, to manifest in those bodies. Right now, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your healing touch, your healing power, Father. Joints moving better than they've ever met, moved before. Backs being relieved of pain now in Jesus' name. Necks being relieved of pain now in Jesus' name. Fingers being re relieved of pain now in Jesus' name. Cancer Retreat. being retreating now Retreat. in, Jesus' in Jesus' name. We command cancer to go and to flee in Jesus' name. Has no place in your body. We tell it to go in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Just receive his healing touch today. Believe that he is who he says he is and he'll do what he says he'll do. So, Father, we thank you for your healing touch today. We thank you for it in Jesus' precious name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 Well, we're going to end in one worship song, Living Hope. Hopefully you grab that, uh, those lyrics. If not, you still get a chance. Uh, we're going to sing, I think, maybe verse 3 in the chorus. I don't remember they told me, but I forgot. So <clears throat> we're going we're gonna to sing a little bit of that song, then they'll come back to us, and we'll close it out. Amen. Let's worship.
just want to read this is the closing scripture I knew there was something that I wrote down here that the Lord wanted me to share at the end here it's Isaiah 55 verse 10 through 12 for as the rain comes down which I think it's raining out there but as the rain comes down the snow from heaven we're not looking for snow and do not return there but the water from the earth and make it bring forth and bud that may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater Verse 11, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void. Talking about that word, the illumination of that word shall not return void, but it shall accomplish what I please and it shall prosper in that thing for which I sent it. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Yes. And in verse 12, it says, for you shall go out with joy and be led out with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth into singing before you. And all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Amen. So it is time to rejoice. He is risen. He is risen indeed. There you go. Yep, he is risen. And we just encourage you guys just to celebrate the rest of this day with your family. Put worship music on. Have fun. Find some joyous celebration songs. If Glorious Day was the first time you heard that, maybe it was. Because the first time we did it here, I think, at our church. I just encourage you to just get on Spotify or Pandora or iTunes, wherever. Uh, YouTube, and just listen to that song. And just dance, 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 dance today. For He is risen. Amen. So we love you guys. Thanks for coming back to us on the second version of Facebook Live. I know we had some challenges, but a lot of you stuck with us, and so we appreciate that. We love you guys. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Be blessed.